Yeah, I do gotta get the energy up, apparently. Just a quick little slap. Why do you say that? Because I took a nap, like, half an hour ago. Did someone call you very low energy? Uh, no, I can just tell. I just want to be, want to be souped, souped up. Okay. Nitro. Yeah. Nas, what what is that called? Nas? Nas. The Vin Diesel stuff? It's a nitrous oxide. (laughs) Vin Diesel drinks it. (laughs) There's a fun game that you would probably enjoy, I think. It's called uh, Scribble.io. It's a website. Have you heard of this? Have you heard of this? Uh, No, Jay, I have not. I have not heard about this, Jay. What is that? (laughs) So, uh, you're not going to believe this. Um, No, this is a, a website where... We can all kind of play Pictionary together. Oh, like that Drawful? It's Drawful, but it's very, um, it's very like live. It's quick. Each drawing is very quick, and you just you can mass guess. Um, you'll see like the amount of characters that the the word is at the top. The reason why I'm saying this is because at one point my choices to draw, like they give you three things that are your choices to draw, and my choices were, um. Tabernacle, oh, which no. I don't, which I don't know what that is. It's like a. I know there's a Tabernacle Choir. Oh, okay. But I don't know if that's just the name of it. Um, cautious. Which okay, again, that's... I don't know how to draw. Really. No, I have an idea for that one. What's your third? Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> so I chose Vin Diesel. <laughs> so I would imagine bald guy in a black tank top. I drew a bald guy. I tried to make the. You only got like. Uh, it's like a minute. Well, you could decide the time if you want to, but it's typically like a minute. I drew a bald man in a tank top as fast as I could. I drew a car, and then I kind of cheated a little bit. I wrote the word uh, too fast underneath. Mm, that is, is words allowed? It's, uh, I mean, it is, but it's probably frowned upon. Words is allowed? I guess. It's kind of frowned could, upon. Yeah. Cause I, but I was I was kind of screwed. Like I didn't know how to do either of these, and just drawing a bald man in a car is not exactly <laughs> the best thing to work with. I think I would have done for that's I have something something for cautious. But if I was if I had to do Vin Diesel, and we're saying words is allowed. Yeah, I guess I, I like I, I didn't want to do you don't want to do too many words. You don't want to just write the word, obviously. Could you? But I would write I am Groot in quotation marks. Ooh, that's a good. And one then too. do like the you know, the little undersign thing. The I dash, forgot about I forgot about the Groot and put thing. like a question mark there. Yeah, know? that's a good idea. Can we talk about how good he was as Groot? What an acting performance by Vin Diesel. Uh, sure, I've never I seen did, the movie. Of, of all the people in the world, well, <laughs> let me tell you about it. Uh, there's a band of lovable aliens who are also criminals, but are also backed into saving the world. And one of them is a tree. Yep. And he says, I am Groot. Is that all he says? That's his That's his language. All he says is, I am Groot. You know how Chewbacca goes like... Yeah, but like, he has, different, like, he has different tones of... Yeah, so does Groot. Groot just oh, says, okay. I... The, the three words in consecutive order, I am Groot, in like... I am Groot if he's mad or like oh, I'm Groot if he's scared. Uh, he's, like, but he's like Hodor. He's like Hodor, but the problem is Vin Diesel was playing him, so he only had one intonation, really. <laughs> okay, so yeah, he only had one way of saying it. Uh, but just, I mean, of all the actors they could have gotten to Vin Diesel, really, deserves an Oscar. I'm sure. For saying I am Groot over and over again. I was going to say, what is his best acting role? <laughs> it uh, would have to be Pitch Black. Um, pitch Black, I think. Yeah. 
I loved that movie the first time I saw it, which is also the last time I saw it. It's pretty good. I think when it came out. Yeah. But I remember the crux of that movie being he, he polished his eyes. Uh, yes. Like, yeah, that's he, what they called it. <laughs> yeah, he had he had cool eyes. He had those his, shiny eyes. It was like eyes. night vision. Yeah, it was yeah. like night vision. But he was like, I was imprisoned and I had him polished or something like that. Yeah, you never got a good eye polishing? I've never had an eye polish. Can you touch your eye? No, I hate Or does that it. freak no, you no, out? No. That it, freaks you it's, out? It's, I don't have a lot of those freaky outy things, but like, I'm okay with needles. I'm okay with like, uh, band-aids. I don't know. <laughs> band-aids. Uh, but yeah, like people who wear contacts, I don't, I don't understand. Like that, it's such a weird sensation for me to put, like touch my eye with anything. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Do you do contacts ever? Sometimes. If I'm not lazy. Yeah. It just seems, I mean, I get why it would be better from glasses, but to me, I think I would wear glasses more because you got to stick it in your, it's, it's nothing's supposed to go there. <laughs> I mean, apparently not. Apparently that's one of the reasons why we have blinking and eyelashes. Right. I mean, your ears were kind of designed to hold glasses up. Sure. Yeah. It's like, God was like, yeah, okay, we'll put, we'll put the glass holders here and also... <laughs> Would have been interesting if our ears were in a different spot, like what they would do, or if there's someone out there that doesn't have any ears, or doesn't have like the uh... like there are people out there that are missing an ear sure, from an yeah. accident or something. So I wonder what they do. Just like tie them, maybe. <laughs> or Context. like do the morph do the Morpheus or goggles. thing. Goggles, yeah, goggles. goggles, goggles, goggles would work. Yeah, like uh, you could wear those Rip Hamilton goggles. Yeah, those <laughs> the <sweet>. mask. <laughs> Was it a mask? Who wore the goggles? No, it was uh, the guy in the Bulls, Horace Grant. Oh, you're thinking Hor- yeah, Horace Grant, yeah. Big ass glasses. No, Rip Hamilton wore like the fucking Jason mask, the, the like, face mask, yeah, because he uh, he had he broke his nose and then he started just playing well with it. So he's like, eh, fuck <laughs> it, I'll just keep it. Can't go back. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, that must boy. suck. That must have been interesting when he had the mask on. He's like, please don't let me play well. Please don't let me play well. Please. Oh <laughs> nice. fuck, I'm playing. I'm playing well. <laughs> Shit, I gotta keep this on it. now. <laughs> Well, it's like that guy who shot underhanded, right? I think it was Rick Barry mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who shot all his free, free throws uh, in the in the. I, I don't agree with it because I've never seen a, seen a granny perform this motion, but old granny style, as people would say. Yes, and uh, he hit like eighty percent of his free throws. He was, no, he was like one of the that. best. More than that, yeah. he's one of the best free throw shooters of all time, right? Yeah, and it's it's like inarguable that that's a better way to do it. Yes, and, and no one does it because people were refu- yes. Which I, uh, this you, you hit me here, Chuck, because this is something I care about. Okay. Um, but you know what looks worse? Missing free throws. Missing free throws looks terrible. Yeah. You look stupid if you miss free throws. So. It's, just shoot it underhand. Yeah. Just shoot it underhand. I think we need, we need like, uh, the most, like James Harden has to start doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well not maybe- James Harden. It'd have to be like, so like. Andre Drummond, he he's like a big center, and he was yeah. he was like for a while he was terrible at free throws. He was like forty percent, but other than that, he was a great player. Like if he had started doing it and improved to you know seventy eighty percent, people mm-hmm. I think would have gave it a little more consideration. He's like a big defensive center guy. Yeah. See, my thought was like if you get someone who's already good at shooting, they they would be able to say like, well, I know shooting better than anybody. Oh. oh. But you might be right if you, if you prove to be effective, like. 
James, uh, not, you're right. Drummond, and who's that other guy in the Clippers there? He's not in the Clippers anymore. DeAndre Jordan? DeAndre Jordan. They couldn't play them at the end of games because people would just foul them. Right. Which is my least favorite strategy in sports, but it worked. Um, yeah. And all they had to do was fix that one thing, just fix free throws, and they mm-hmm. would be a complete player. Yeah. And there's like there's a definitely a non-zero chance that improving their free throw percentage by not much, 15%. Sure. Going from 60 to 75. Is a difference between right? them being on the bench or not. Right. And they just won't do it either because they haven't considered it or because they think it looks silly. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we're being a little unfair, though, because I feel like another reason is because they've attempted the same free throw motion 100,000 times for... But it's not two- working. I know. <laughs> but it's not these... We're acting like it's so easy to change. Oh, just do this now. I know. Like- <laughs> there, there's, there's also the thing where if they go out and try it, and let's say uh, it would change, uh, let's use Andre Drummond, it would change his free throw percentage from 45 to 80, okay? Yep. There's still a chance he just has an off night his first day and misses five in a row. Yep. And he's like, I'm never doing this again. This is a terrible idea, and it ruins it for everybody forever. And then he has to go back to his other motion. <laughs> now that's even more now fucked up. Gone. <laughs> That would be and so bad. He totally gets the yips with, with shooting. He's like trying both. He's like. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Foolish, the podcast, oh. everybody. Oh, hello. That's what And we're Merry Christmas backslash opening tip off of the NBA season, which ended 20 minutes ago, but started up again. Oh, did it? I thought a game got canceled. A game got canceled, but there were two games last night and the Celtics play in like an hour. Ugh. Oh, do they? Shit. All right. Yeah. They're it's playing the uh, bonkers. Yeah, no, they're playing the the Buccaneers. No, the Bucks. <laughs> the Buccaneers. <laughs> they're playing a football team. Really <laughs> weird a football team. <laughs> Who do you think would win? Uh, there's a lot more football players. Yeah, but okay. So, although mm. the football players aren't very tall, not really. Yeah, but they're really good athletes. If we're so, if so, it's hard to say who would win. What are we? So, are we saying the football players are playing basketball? Yeah, we're gonna do both of these. We're gonna get the. F- I'm tracking your bill, by the way. Uh, oh hi! <laughs> Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> uh, if you took the five best basketball players on the Buccaneers and had them play basketball, yeah, they'd get crushed. They'd get crushed. What yes. if you what if you cloned not the the Milwaukee Bucks uh five times and had those fifty five people play football? Which team has a better chance of winning? So it's different in both scenarios. So if it's just football players trying to play basketball, they would get absolutely destroyed in terms of just a score. But they physically would be fine. They'd whereas be fine. whereas basketball players are tall. So if you try to put basketball oh. players onto a football field, their knees are going to be fucked. Because people yeah. are going to... Pe- football players are typically shorter. They're going to try to tackle them. But they're so tall that their center of gravity is all fucked up. And if you're a smart football player... Like Gronk. Gronk always got hit in the, the legs and the knees the legs. all yeah. the time. So those guys would get fucked up. Their yeah, knees would be destroyed, I think. In the case of the Bucks specifically, they have Giannis Antetokounmpo, who, as long as you just lined him up outside, and six foot ten, long ass arms, yeah, yeah, all you did was say, "Look, we're not even going to try to block the pass rushers. We're going to hike it, 
a shotgun snap, like eight feet back. And the only thing the quarterback is going to do, whoever's playing quarterback, I imagine the players on the, on the Milwaukee Bucks, someone on that team can throw football pretty good. <laughs> Stands Maybe. to reason, right? Sure. I'm sure they could. All they have to do is throw it in his like general zip code. And he's going to, he's, no one's going to stop him from catching the ball. Fair. Couldn't you just do that? Like run like 10 Hail Marys with him? <laughs> I mean, they won't stop him the first time, but depending on how they hit him. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. You get a whole game. Okay. Let's take contact out of it and let's make it flag football. Well then, yeah. Then, then the basketball players I think would destroy because the height would just be, the height would just be too much. Height would be too much. Yeah. Although, yeah, I, I mean, although, I mean, there is the lineman issue. What do you mean? Like, basketball players would not be good linemen. So, if you have a good defensive line in football, those they would just be able to bull rush those guys. Yeah, and even if you're playing flag, they, they can't cover like NFL defenders can. Right. Hmm. This is a inanswerable question. The, I was going to say, this is an interesting <laughs> scenario we'll never find out the answer to. Uh, you know what neither of us said is that baseball players would do great. Baseball players? Yeah. Why? Because they wouldn't. Oh. Right? <laughs> oh, you said wouldn't. I thought you said <laughs> yeah. would. Yeah, no. Baseball players would not do great. No. It's barely a sport. Although I would love to see Bartolo Colon try to <laughs> kick. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would be amazing. There was one fat kicker, right? Oh, there were a few fat kickers. Yeah. Yeah. Also, there's there was a lot of old kickers. Like kickers, kicking is an interesting NFL job because it's like it's the it's the best NFL job. It's it's the best unless you like fuck up a kick. Like then you're then you're hated throughout yeah. the entire city. Backup quarterback's also pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Like Brian Hoyer, the career be good. backup, pretty good to be him. Until he had to play that one time this year when he was he, yeah deeply bad. Like Brian Hoyer, for those who don't know, has been a backup quarterback for his entire for like fifteen years. Yeah, he started like twelve games, lost all of them, and <laughs> when he's seventy five pa- years old, <laughs> he's seventy five. When the Patriots were without a quarterback at one point this year, he had to start against the best team in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs, and he was preposterously bad. Like we hadn't, I hadn't truly watched a team with a bad quarterback in 25 years, 30 years, like my whole life. We've always had an okay quarterback play. Right. It was, he was just, it was, it was, um, it was, it was inspiring almost. It's like he, I don't think if you, if you were to sit down and write a script about how a quarterback could play badly, you could do it any more realistically than him. Fair does that enough. make sense? It does. Like there, there was that guy, Nathan Peterman, on the Bills, who played, and he threw like 12 I interceptions. Just, I was just going to mention that. Like, if you wrote that, they'd be like, no, that's that's just fiction. At least make it realistic. You know, make him, like, plausibly bad. And he <laughs> was just, just it, it was a perfection of, of badness. Yeah. If I remember correctly, we're, we're, we're doing that thing where we get into sports too much and alienate our six listeners. Yep. See you guys. <laughs> I'll cut out some of it. No. Um, I do want to talk about, um, there was a, so one of the big news in my life is Cyberpunk. Have you played it? Uh, so I bought it for PlayStation. Okay. I actually bought it a year and a half ago for PlayStation because I was so hyped about it. You pre-ordered it. I pre-ordered it. I, Mm -hmm. I, I, Amazon was selling it for like 45 bucks and I pre-ordered it. Let's, um, let's, what is, let's, for people who maybe aren't video game nerds, what is, is, what is Cyberpunk? 
It is a video game uh, that's pretty much come out for all systems, all current systems, and it is one of the more hyped games of the past couple of ever. years. Yeah, it, or ever, sure. I, um, I would I would go further and say it is the most hyped game of all time. Possibly, yeah. It's predecessor game, so uh, the game studio that made it made a, a game called The Witcher 3 five or six years ago, which is considered to be one of the best games ever made. Right. Uh, and this is their first time making a game that wasn't in the, that genre. It's a futuristic game. And yep. they started they started running commercials for this game, uh, I think, in 1982 is when they first started <laughs> this campaign. <laughs> this game's been in development for, like, seven years. Seven years. Yeah. And because their previous games are so excellent and the... the the setting of this game, which is a futuristic city kind of thing, mm-hmm. it looked very, very, very good. Uh, yes. It was like I almost like the Dark Knight Rises kind of level of excitement. Yep. Like that hype's like it's just going to, oh, this is going to be the be- biggest selling game, the most popular thing. Like everyone knew it was just going to be a hit. Yes. And so you ordered it a year and a half ago. Yeah. Because you bought into the hype, which yeah. is a totally normal thing to do. Well, yeah, I figured this studio made one of my yeah. made one of my favorite games of all time. Absolutely. So I have confidence in them. Yeah. The only reason I didn't pre-order is because I wasn't sure if I was. I didn't know when PS5 was going to come out, and I was like, right. if I order it for PS4, I'm not going to have. So I still haven't. Anyway, you pre-ordered it. You've downloaded it. Right. So I downloaded it from the PlayStation Store, and um, on the PlayStation, it was pretty close to unplayable. Um, unplayable. I have a PS4 uh, Pro. Which and, is the good level. Which is the good PS4. And yeah, just massive slowdowns, terrible like terrible graphic and uh, graphics and glitches to the point where I had never seen this before. PlayStation took the game off of their store. Wow. And offered refunds. I can't believe that happened. I didn't know that happened. So that I is- got I got refunded. And instead of playing on PS4, I took the money I got from the refund and bought it on PC instead. Uh, so let's let's stay on the PS4 before we hop to the PS PC review. Um, I saw some things on Twitch. I still haven't. I think I've read one or two reviews, but I'm still in my mode of like I still believe this game will be good eventually, and I don't want to spoil it too much for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I saw some screen caps and like some very quick videos where it looked like it was a PlayStation Two game. <laughs> um yeah on, on certain on certain like on the base ps4 it just slows down like crazy and yeah some graphics don't load in that well and yeah and it, it, just looks, is, it just looks terrible and it, the game just doesn't like i heard people were like like uh different like animations pop in and like people would like get hit by cars randomly that like fell out of the sky <laughs> yep yeah yeah did there's you, a lot of weird glitches yeah did that stuff all happen to you so i only play i only played it on ps4 for like 30 minutes. Wow. Because I was like, oh, this is fucked up. It's not good. And then I read a bunch of stuff and was like, all right, I'm going to wait. I'm either going to I'm either going to wait till they figure out their shit or I'm going to get a try to get a refund and buy it for a PC, which is what I did. And that wait could have been legitimately been six months. Yeah. Like it's not close to being finished, right? I mean, they're. Uh, yeah. No, and and vi- that's what video games have become now. It's become this weird balance between, like, games are huge now. They mm-hmm. and in terms of like, like if you have a big movie, people go to the theaters and they pay fifteen bucks to see it. If you yep. have a good video game, people are paying sixty dollars. So if you have a good selling Base. video game, 
Yeah, base. Base $60. Like, so, there are some games you can pay 90 bucks for if you want all the bells and whistles and the downloadable whatevers and the different costumes sure. and, the, and the, the all the, the full menu. Uh, yeah, so video games have gotten extremely lucrative. And now, like, big, high-budget video games like this one are in a weird place where, like, investors now are, like... Who would have thought? Who would have thought video games back in the NES would have like these investor things where people are putting pressure on them to release the game in a certain period of time? Because oh, we got to try to get the most money. We got to get it out there. We got to make the money back. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just got to a point where video games now give release dates because they want to one generate hype and two they want to appease investors. But the games like just aren't ready. And At this all. game was. Clearly not ready, like not even close to ready, and it already had gotten delayed like three times. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just they had so much pressure, they had to put it out there, and it wasn't ready, at least not on consoles. And like, so you expect this with most games, most games, most triple A games will come out, and you know, they'll say, uh, The Last of Us 2 launching February 1st, and then on like October 15th. You get it really says, okay, it's not going to be February 1st. It's going to be April 1st. And then on like February 1st, you're like, not April 1st, probably July 10th. Yeah. And then when you buy The Last of Us 2 on July 10th, they say, okay, download the game, but also download this update patch. And for the most part, the game's going to be perfectly fine. Maybe update it again in a week and it'll be good. Yeah. That's kind of what happens with every game. Yep. And it's just because they the people they call it the crunch, right, in the industry, mm-hmm. where the game studio just has these people working seven days a week for 15 hours a day for the year before the game comes out yeah. to make this thing get ready on time. But cyberpunk was different because they crunched, they still crunched and it still wasn't ready. Oh yeah. They weren't different because of crunch. They were different because in most other cases with a few exceptions, when the game comes out after being pushed, you can play it. Like it's, yeah. it's close to its final final form. If not perfect, maybe there's a couple of bugs or whatever. Like, I remember the game I'm playing now, Bloodborne, I guess when that came out, there was, like, insanely long loading times, which I think it took it on IGN from a 10 to a 9 rating, you know? Yeah. Like, still yeah. really good. Whereas this one seems to be, uh, like, the apocalypse. How is it on? So you're playing it on the on the personal computer. <laughs> yes, the personal <laughs> computer. Yeah. It's my own special computer. <laughs> a personal pan? <laughs> yes. Personal pan computer. <laughs> how, how, um, how are you digging it? It's fun. It's a it's it's solid. It hasn't had any massive like problems for me. It's not it's not an incredible game, but yeah. it's it's perfectly fine. It's fun. It's a fun little open world thing. And I haven't even gotten too too deep into it yet, but it's mm-hmm. it's fun. It's a good time. I like but some not- of the ideas that they had, but it, yeah, okay. it's not it's not it's not The Witcher. It's not a 10 out of 10 wow. game like The Witcher is. Yeah, that's Part of it is probably, it, I think it's it's not, I don't put it, I put a lot of it on the studio for failing to set expectations, but a little bit of it is is the, we also know about video games that when a launch trailer comes out or when like E3 footage is revealed, it's never accurate. Yeah, it's always, it's the graphics are always the highest they're going to be, and mm-hmm. they're going to show you the most interesting moment from the game that they that they have at that particular time, or if, close if, to it. If it's it. even in the game. Like, they're... they're Oh, examples yeah. of like E3 trailers and E3 gameplay demos that aren't actual parts of the game. They're just like CGI made sequences to in pretending that it's part of the game. Yeah. Like, and we should all just kind of understand that like, this is all bullshit. Yep. Let's just, let's 
take our collective hype down like four points. Still get excited about stuff, of course. But how many times are we going to run into this wall and be like, I'll just get up and run at it again (laughs) just to get like a little bit disappointed by a game? Yeah, I mean, there's a few that actually do live up to it. Um, Yeah. The last game that I was this hyped for was Horizon Zero Dawn, and that one hit for me. That was a good game. That was a solid one. Um, I don't know why, but there wasn't a massive amount of pressure, and they well, were, was, uh... there was a couple of delays, I believe, but they released it pretty much. I mean, there were a few problems, but nothing breaking, nothing, nothing terrible. Yeah, I think it was just that it was a new game. It was a new IP, so no one th- thought it was going to be. There was no like pressure to, to perform. Right. These are just the guys that made those kill zone games, and that was it. Which were like, you know, B minus games, maybe. Yeah, fine. Yeah. Uh, the I tell you, for me, the last game I, that I was more hyped up for, the most I was hyped up ever was for The Last of Us 2. And to me, that totally delivered. Okay. Um, I don't remember any. And again, that game went through massive delays as well. Massive delays. At least two or three. Yeah, I think I think my example that I made up a few minutes ago was actually pretty close to the actual yeah. kind of delay schedule. Yeah. Uh, but when it came out, like I still I, I I know I'm in the minority here. I think it's the best game that's ever been made. Right. Um. And agree with me, disagree with me or not, you can't disagree that it's not a extremely well made game. Sure. You know? um, yeah. So some seduce can figure it out, some can't. What uh? I want to stick with um, Cyberpunk. 2077. <laughs> yes. Open world RPG shoot 'em up kind of deal? Yeah, first person, which is weird, but um, it kind of reminds me, like, it's like Borderlands and Fallout kind of mm. had a baby, mixed okay. with a little, uh, you didn't play Deus Ex, but you know about it. Um, yeah. It, it's like, it's like those three games kind of put together. Plus Keanu Reeves in the Matrix. Uh, yeah, and I haven't even run into Keanu Reeves yet. I thought he's not like the main guy. He's just a guy. He he's apparently a big part of the game, but I'm, I'm I'm still in the very like beginning. Like there's there's main quests that I could be doing, but I'm just like so I just like roaming around and completing random side quests. I get into right. that mode. Yeah, I, I I do the same thing with open world games. It's actually to my detriment sometimes because what ends up happening is I over level for the story. Right. So I don't add, like the main story doesn't challenge me, and the big bosses never really. Uh, I just kind of blow through them, but. It's fun anyway. Sure. I do that a little bit with uh, uh, Bloodborne, but Bloodborne, there's always there's always a next boss that eats you immediately. Yep. There's always something that can murder you. <laughs> and also, you're allowed to play games how you want. Totally. 100%. It's play, them on, play them on easy if you want. I'll, yeah. I'll only judge you a little bit. Oh, but... I play I play lots of games on easy. <laughs> Bloodborne, some games there's not an option, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll crank down the difficulty and not care about it at all. Right. Because I feel like some games, the difficulty is artificial. Uh, what do you mean artificial? Like it's, um, it's, it, it doesn't feel balanced to the point where it, the, the only thing that make, that gets more difficult about the game is like they'll boost the enemy's HP and lower yours. And there's, it's not, it doesn't take skill to get better at it. It's just a matter of like. Gaming uh, the system and figuring out like a loophole kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I just don't have the patience to, to figure that out. I get that. Yeah. Sure. Al- Alex and I, my wife, started the game Cuphead. I. <laughs> <laughs> Even I on easy, that game's pretty tough. 
Can you progress on easy? We beat two guys on easy, but it's like, oh, this doesn't count if you don't do it on easy. So the final the final boss of the game you can't. Um the final boss of the game you had I believe you had to have beaten the things on regular. I see. Well, we'll get there when we get there. Which <laughs> might be never. I was gonna say, I <laughs> that game was pretty frustrating. I just platinumed it and had to beat everything on expert, and that was very, very frustrating. Yeah, that's bonkers. Yeah. Let's, uh, do you want to, it's been where we could take a break. We can okay. do some improv. Yep. Want to break? Break that improv? Bro. I'll, I'll take that as a break. <laughs> yep. Zip, zap, zap. And we're back, I guess. <laughs> you zipped, you zapped, and you zopped. Yeah. All right. So we're going to do a little improv before uh, our three, five, uh, Three five things. I always want to say three five things. Three five things. We're not. Yeah. That will be one eventually. Sure. <laughs> Episode five. Hundred. Ooh. When we're sixty. I was gonna say we're now we'll be dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would be dead at that at this it, pace. So it took us like mm. what six years to make fifty. So times that by ten, so it'd be sixty years. We'll be in our nineties. Yeah, but we, you know, today's medical science. Welcome to the Force! <laughs> Episode 500! Um, Alright, so we're going to change up, we're going to try to change up the improv a little bit. Um, so, for a while, Chuck's been using a random word generator. Um, I just want to tweak it a little bit. And uh, instead, we're going to use this website called writingexercises.co.uk. So it's a, it's a, it's across the pond, is it? Yeah, it's to me, the it United Kingdom. Pond. Hello. Get the United Kingdom, then. We're going to make All a random right. scenario. Random scenario, then. It's across the pond in England. It's all right. Wow. <laughs> um, so. Uh, Give me a scenario. So how do you say scenario with an English accent? Scenario. Scenario. That's like, what about like Cockney? I was going to villain. <laughs> Mine are always just Beatles. <laughs> Give me a random scenario. Oh, it's kind of Irish. No, I turn Irish. I can't do a British accent, and I what have British this? friends now. Yeah, what is this uh, writing.com? So scenario? I just click generate a scenario, and it creates a what-if scenario for... It's typically used for, like, writing exercises. But I feel like we could also apply it to uh, to improv as well. Are we going to... So are we just going to hear the scenario and then just go? Uh, I think we could do it like I think we could do it like the word where we just kind of say what some things that it makes us think of and kind of build okay. from that. I think. Sure. Yeah. Um. So I'll give you I'll give you an example of one that it gave. Okay. Actually, no. I'll just fuck it. I'll just do it. Yeah. Um. So the random scenario here is: How would you break into your own home? Interesting. Yeah. Um. Which makes me think of learning uh, lock picking. I watch a I watch a lot of lock pick videos. A couple of follow ups. Yep. Go go for <laughs> it. I have time for three at least. Um, do you have a lock picking kit? I have a very amateur lock picking kit, but I'm not good at it. I with haven't like practiced the, that much. With like the pin and the pin, and you do the the squeaky and the squeegee. It's got like the- a yeah. It's got like a little tension wrench that you put in the top, and you like put some tension on the keyway, and then it's got a little hook thing that you use to actually hit the uh, yeah hit the pins. The, the pins, yes, thank you. I don't know. Why I, I don't even know how keys and locks work. 
<laughs> it's you just know, it's just pins, really. Most of the time, most of the time, it's pins. Um, but you have to push them to the right exact spot, and that's what the key does. Yeah, the keys. Yeah, the keys know the exact spot to push them. Exactly. But doesn't my key get worn down over time? And doesn't that wouldn't that change the? How come my key is never? It's always fine. Yeah, I don't know. You would think so. They're they're pretty strong. How about those big, like, you know, the the old-timey big skeleton keys that are just a circle with, like, (laughs) two forks? (laughs) That I don't know. Same idea? Sometimes I'm like, are those those even real? I don't know. (laughs) So, uh, why do you watch so many lockpicking videos? There's a very short YouTube series called The Lockpicking Lawyer, and uh, it's just a guy who brings a different lock on every day. Well, not every day, but every couple of days, and he just picks it. And talks about how hard it was for him to pick, and or like how bad. Sometimes he kind of reviews the lock at the same time and says, like, "Oh, this is a mm-hmm. garbage lock. You shouldn't, you shouldn't use this for your bike or something like that, or, right. at, or at your home." But otherwise, he's just trading people how to steal bikes. <laughs> it's, it's interesting because <laughs> he does show. Yeah, sometimes he shows vulnerabilities, and it's like if I ever wanted to be a thief. I could run into a lock, and if I know what lock it is, I'll be like, oh, let me just go on lockpickinglawyer.com, and, uh, or let me go on him on YouTube and search this lock and see if it's there. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I have a scene. All right. Um, well, I guess uh, I would like uh, my $200 withdrawal in 20s. Uh, well, 520s, 50, and then 510s. And then after that, could you just explain the vault to me quick? Uh, so, I'm, I'm sorry. That that was 520s, a 10, and... 520s, 150, and 510s. I want $200, $200 withdrawal from my account. Why do you need them in such different denominations? I guess it's I, not my, I, I guess it's not my it's job a, to ask. It's, it's, it's super not your job to ask, but if right. you need, if you must know, now that you have asked, I probably should provide you with an answer. Well, I won't say no to the information. It's just... Uh, it's it's just the variety of it, you know. You like to I I have I got this new wallet, and oh. I like to be able to fan, you know, fan through the the bills mm-hmm. as I give the if 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 I have to make a purchase, and it's like uh, so you still know, like I, using paper money. I don't mind when I have. Sometimes you have to. Some places are still cash only, but you can feel like a real big shot if you fan through the the big bills till you get to the ten. All right. Well, you know, I'm, I got a date tomorrow and oh, i want to be able to be like oh 25 dollars to at the applebee's <laughs> um yeah i mean okay all right very well i will get you your money um i oh. appreciate that that's you really are a citizen huh i don't have any 50s uh that's that's fine two more 20s and a 10 it's really i mean uh if we could just get to the vault bit that'd be that'd be good wouldn't you want ones if you want a fan yeah, but you don't want to have so many ones, you know? I mean, I want to have a lot of ones. I, I again, not appropriate for the bank teller job. Yeah, I've already you know? been suspended twice. <laughs> That's not surprising at all. <laughs> it's it's not, but I said they get you back on the desk, which is great. Yeah, I've I apparently I learned my lesson. Um, so all right, so I will get you your bills. Hang on, let me let me talk to my boss really quick. <laughs> Sir! What do you what do you want? What is it? Oh hey, oh, you're right here. Um, yeah. So this guy wants money in really really different denominations. That's, that's uh, we have plenty of those. That's what we are. We're a bank. He wants to look cool for his girlfriend. Why do? You... 
are we gonna are really like shouldn't we help this guy with his insecurities you're still not over uh failing the college course huh this is this is about your psych degree again. This isn't about me. Stop what about it. This seems like it's probably about your psych degree again. I told you, 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 you uh, whether or not you, you continue with your education, you can't use this as your training place for patients. I was going to help this dude, but fine. Let me lay on your couch for Look, a couple just, minutes. Hang no, on. no, no. That's exactly the opposite of what you need to do right now. You what? need to go back to him and give him the money he requested. This is a very so, look. We are citizens at this bank. Okay, that's the name. I, you just that's what it means. That's exactly what it means. Got it. Uh, so you go back over there and you just give him the money. And don't, whatever you do, do no, not sir. try to psycho, do not pull a Robin Williams on him. Do not pull some, uh, I'm going to heal you. Don't try to give him life advice or life coach or love advice. You just give, he has requested money. It is his money. Give him his money. That's all you have to do. So you're saying don't go the extra mile. Go the extra mile, and if you want to upsell him on the on on on, on some on some bonds or have him open a, a CD, then then sure. But uh, do not pry into his personal life. Now I have to take this call with the King Citizen. So go back to the. He's look. He's waiting. Go. All right, I'll go. Say hi to King for me. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mister Williams. Um, I uh, I talked to my boss, and mm. I'm gonna just give you the money. Um, so here we go. We got, I think we said, uh, seven twenties and yep. six tens. And uh, sure. Do you, uh, but see, not me. You got me thinking about it now. Do you think, uh, do you think ones will, will do the job? I'm trying to really show this girl a, a fat yeah, stack. Ah, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to show the fat stack. Maybe I want to give off a modest kind of thing. I'm, 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 I'm struggling with my identity a little bit, you know? To be, to be perfectly frank, <laughs> and I'm just not sure if I want to, like, show that I have money or maybe show that I'm more, like, fiscally conservative and I, maybe I don't throw myself around, but, like, oh, money problems, right? Are you doing okay? Yep, yep. Um, would you, Do you like, mind? There's, would you like there's some bonds? It. Some bonds? Yeah, would you... Like the bond over this conversation that we're having. I really think you need to. I really think you need what to. What should just, I do? Yeah, just get the fattest stack you can. Get the, get like, okay, get give like me the 20, so all 20 ones? and ones. All <laughs> ones. All <laughs> ones. <laughs> no ones. I want 200 ones. All right, let me go to ones. Uh, I only got I only got 75 ones. Hang on. I'll be right back. <laughs> Sir? Yeah, how's it going? I see you're still talking to Mr. Uh, you know, get the do, bills. Do you so, have 125 uh, more ones? We have plenty of ones in the vault. What do you need more ones for? I just, I told him he needs to get the fattest stack he can. He was feeling a little off. And I told him uh, he needs the fattest stack he can to appease his girlfriend. I'm trying to help him. So what you've done again is the exact opposite of what I told you to do the first I asked time. him if he wanted bonds. And how'd that go? I think I... I, I kind of forget. I kind of blacked out and asked him for to, to, whether I could help him out with his girlfriend. Listen, I'm gonna. T- you've been suspended twice already, okay? And, and you know that, and in, I know that. In record time, doesn't help your case. Oh, uh, and you know that Citizens Bank obviously follows baseball rules like all banks. <laughs> of course, and you're you're a third, you're a third suspension away from from being out. So I don't want to have to do this. 
But if I hear that you are trying to guide the life in a positive emotional way of any of our customers, again, it's going to be a suspension. Now, here are your ones since you've convinced him that. Thank you. You need a, how many was it? Uh, 125 ones. Okay, here's one more. I'll give you 124 accidentally. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. That's Thank you for keeping track. That's that's why you're the boss. That's why you talk to King Citizens. I I oh King Citizens. I gotta get back on the phone. Oh, shit. All right. Bye. Hey, sorry about that. I'm back. Hey, man. Mr. Hey, Williams. what's your name, by the way? Um, it's Slarnson. So Slarnson. Uh, Slarnson. Uh, what's your last name? Bank. Um. So. <laughs> Slarnson Bank, huh? That's yeah. Pretty neat. Yeah, it's, that's I, so cool. I wish I wish my parents would give me a cool name. You know, I mean, people used to be really, named really, after their professions. Yeah, I didn't really know my parents that well, and I've got some like you know, mm. some lingering resentment there. Mm. Just wonder if like maybe if I meet a girl, maybe if I find like a really good girl to marry, you know, that I'll be able to. <sighs> if she's got a good job, I can like say, mm. "Hey, mom, look, mm. I married a an orthopedic surgeon. You can be proud of me now, or something." But I don't Ugh. know if that's like. Should I be like looking for that validation from my mom, or should Blah! I be trying to find the validation myself? Are you okay? Are you choking? <laughs> I need you to take the money cow my face. I just feel like there's some kind of connection. Is is there like um? There's no one using that lobby chair. Can I slide the chair over here and maybe? I wrote like- my number on one of the bills. Take the money and go. <laughs> See. <laughs> Uh, and scene, if no one heard me say that. <laughs> yeah, no. that was a fun one. That was a really fun one. That was a, uh, oh, that was good. You know what I think was good about that one? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> we always do a post, or, uh, uh, you know what the best part of improv shows is when the improv the team autopsy. is like, what's the autopsy <laughs> afterwards? <laughs> uh, we didn't go like crazy. We kept it very, uh, like close. We didn't go crazy with it. It was just very like in the Yeah, we didn't suddenly moment. like grow an extra arm. <laughs> even Which though i, I like can, to get weird i i know but i think it can be like a crutch sometimes where it's yes, like sure i remember i was thinking about um one of the scenes we did last week or two weeks ago and i like resorted to like a physical comedy bit that it was just because i wasn't being like in the moment or creative enough maybe i don't know it happens yeah, it was fun that was fun i think we didn't i think we ended on the high note i think we did our improv scene yeah right yeah Look, I love I, that was a long one, and it was fun, and I enjoyed it. Okay, let's go to three fine things. Okay, uh, we have a theme thing. Play the track. Now's the part of the show where Bill and Chuck will tell you their three fine things. Could be places or people with mutant faces. Three fine things. They're not great, but they are not things that we hate. There. Uh, hey, if you like coins and the way it cha-chings, <laughs> here's some other stuff. It's three fine things. Sure. Sure. I'll take it. Um... Bill, I heard you mention this earlier on. I didn't respond because I was saving it just for this. What do you see on top of my head? Uh, the, a bear's hat. 
A bear's hat. I bought myself a bear's hat. I was I was wondering. Yeah. Here's my fine thing. Uh-oh. Um, rooting for teams other than your own. Wow. Traitor. Yeah. See, that's the not fine thing. No, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started doing this with basketball like five or six or like even 10 years ago, I think. No, not that many six. Who knows? Who cares how long ago? Sure. I just. I no, I want an exact date. It would have been the playoffs. I really want an exact date. 2014. Great. Or maybe 13. When the Spurs beat the crap out of the Heat. Oh. Like when the Spurs broke them. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, And they just did it through this miraculous form. The best basketball I still have ever seen. Um, And I know what I'm talking about. I'm a basketball expert. Great. You look it. Uh, and I just loved this. I really was rooting for the Spurs. I really loved them. I loved Popovich. I love Tim Duncan. Mono Ginobili is great. Uh, but even going back before that, I used to watch the Phoenix Suns with my roommate in college and Steve Nash was uh, losing all the time, but everyone loved them anyway. Sure. And uh, I just, especially with basketball, I really like rooting for just the sport of it. Uh, and I like, I have like four or five <laughs> basketball teams that I would all, I'm okay with any of them win. Huh. And now with football, the Celtics are obviously my number one. Right. But uh, now I've been doing the same thing with football where it's like, man, and maybe it's just Patriots fatigue of 20 years, but it's like, I can't care about this team so much anymore. I just want to sports hatred is always going to be there a little bit. I'll never root for the fucking Ravens um, <laughs> or the Colts or the Colts, maybe a little bit, but like yeah, never the Ravens, no. never the Steelers. Um, but like, I've always liked Chicago. I love that city. If the okay. Bears want it, if the Bears want to run, I'd be super happy about it. I the Bears have been around forever. I like their logo. I just uh, they're a bad team right now. There's no one on that team I particularly like other than the one wide receiver there. Uh, but I think it's it's sports is more fun when you open yourself up a little bit to liking more teams. Instead of just like I'm only allowed things so much. I'm only allowed to be happy when one of these 30 teams wins. <laughs> it's like, well, the, what are you doing? I mean, it's it's be happy when yours does and be sad when yours loses. That's a great part of sports. But it's also really fun to care about the other humans that are playing it and the other humans that are rooting for those teams to win. So uh, I'm, I'm trying to root for more sports teams that aren't the New England ones. And the first one I'm glomming onto is the Bears. The other part of this is one of my dearest and closest friends is a huge Green Bay Packers fan. And I can't wait to take a picture of myself wearing this hat. <laughs> now I get it. Now I'm more. Now I'm oddly more on board. Okay. Yeah. Um. That so, said, but if it, I will be, if if his Packers go to the Super Bowl this year, I will hopefully be vaccinated by then. Won't be the case. Watch it as close to the game as close to him as I can while wearing this hat and rooting for the Packers at the same time. I'm going to be just a big massive. Uh, Hypocrisy. I, I was going to say, you were just like, oh, don't be evil. Uh, learn to love other teams. <laughs> and you just completely negated that, like immediately. No, I still love the other team. It'll just be funny when he gets really mad at me and I'm not mad about anything. Fine. <laughs> so the bear C. Also, it's a cool hat. It's a it, good hat. Why is, it, why is the C so pointy? Do you know why? I think they just drew it a long time ago before they were good at making logos and <laughs> okay. then they weren't able to change it. I don't huh. know. They have a they have a cooler logo with an actual bear, but I couldn't find it on a good hat. Okay, you know, 
What a... Like, this is the classic Chicago Bears hat. It's just the all blue, the orange C. Is it fitted? Does it have... It's... Yeah. It doesn't have the clippy thing on the back? No, okay. it's, yeah, gonna, no it's gonna... Bears. The clippy thing is kind of like a... That's gone now, kind of. Yeah, the clippy thing kind of stinks. You know what's not bad, though, is like the belt fold kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. Where it's all fat canvas? I don't mind that so much. Did you say fat canvas? Did I say fat canvas? I don't know what you said, but it, I, it, did, I did. I don't think you said fat canvas. Fabric, fabric canvas. Oh, that's better. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is better. Uh, so yeah, my first fine thing: rooting for sports teams that aren't your own. It's fine. Stop getting mad about it. <laughs> um. All right. I I'm I'm fine with it. I'm I'm actually at a point where I don't care about sports that much right now uh, for some reason. So I'm actually I'm completely fine. Whatever makes you happy, just root, root for whatever makes you happy. Right? Uh, I I think like that same friend that likes the Packers. He doesn't even like a basketball team. He just likes Russell Westbrook. So he <laughs> he just cheers for whatever team Russell Westbrook is on. I know a person that that's the same way with LeBron. He's like he's like I don't root for a team. I root for LeBron. Yeah. I kind of root for LeBron too, even though I fucking hate the Lakers. But yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with LeBron. LeBron's awesome. All right. Um, so my first fine thing is going to be, uh, yeah, get a nice stretch. Uh, baby pictures. <laughs> baby pictures, like of people we know, not just random. Okay. I saw you. You gave me that look. Don't give me that look. I'm not a freak. <laughs> I'm not a criminal. Uh-huh. No, baby pictures of people we know. It's uh, sure. it's them in a more innocent time. Um, it's fun seeing how people have changed. I don't know. It's fun seeing how things started. Yeah, uh, no, I think that is that's a fun thing. Sure, yeah. everyone always has the same reaction. Aw, I don't mind the I don't mind the awe. Yeah, uh, offices do that sometimes, where they'll be like, it'll be a yearly thing where everyone brings in their baby picture, and you have to guess which person's which baby. Right. I'm never good at it. No. I feel like it's all in the eyes. Although I did not look... My first baby picture, I looked um, very Asian. I don't know okay. why. I'm not Asian, but I looked well, it. And although apparently I might be. Because, well, well, people have come up to me and asked me if I was part Asian before. Um, yeah? Yeah, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I looked... I was very tan and very, very Asian looking. I don't know why. I don't know. I was just... Uh... I was just a little baby. Although my dad put a helmet on me at 10 months. A helmet? A helmet. Because you were running into shit? Yeah. <laughs> and my dad's this crazy person. And even at 10 months old, he was trying to embarrass me and, and torment me psychologically. <laughs> so he put a helmet on me. Seems like head. it worked. <laughs> <laughs> so there's there some pictures of me floating around out there with, with a, a helmet on. All right. Well, if I can't find mom, them, I, I what will do you think about little? It. How about little kid pictures? Uh, depends on what they're doing. Like, like, uh, like, what do you mean? Mm. Just like, like my mom recently sent pictures to Alex and I, uh, of like me and my sister <coughs> as little kids at Christmas. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. My mom like treasures them. I don't like, so that's like a mom thing, right? I don't think thing, I've right? seen a baby picture of you. It's totally a mom thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like my mom just has them all over the place. Like, so I must have seen. She'll randomly send me them sometimes, okay. like like picture. <laughs> she'll send me pictures of the pictures over like text, <laughs> just in case you were wondering. Yeah, and she's just like, "Oh, remember this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, kind of." I don't remember any of that. I was like, I was like three. 
I don't remember being three. Uh, I I have very few. Yeah, I have very. What's the earliest memory you have of anything? I have like f- fragments of my family's house in Smithfield for when I was like five, four, four or five years old, as early as I can go back. But even then, there's only like 20 memories maybe, and they're just like snapshots. Yeah. They're more feelings than anything, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, like a nostalgia thing, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Or like just the way the certain moment made me feel. And then I, my memories don't really start like becoming solid until second, third grade-ish. Hmm. Okay. I think that's late. I think that's weird. I mean, I had that memory from kindergarten, the cheeseburger one. Yeah, I don't remember my kindergarten teacher's name. Really? I don't remember anything about kindergarten. Wow. Okay. Other than it was, it was half day. <laughs> yes, it was half day. Half day was great. <laughs> I loved half day. <laughs> All right, my next fine thing. Yes. Um, I bought, uh, well, I bought some music stuff on the internet uh, on a... On, a, sh- on a, a music shopping website called Sweetwater.com. I've heard of it. Sweet, they All they do is sell music. They're like a competitor to Guitar Center. Um, but they're I think they're exclusively online. I don't think they have any retail shops. Um, and they do a really good job of it. And their whole thing is, well, their name is Sweetwater. And I don't know how big the order has to be. I don't know if there's a minimum. But on like half my orders, or maybe it's all of them, but I think it's... The one I got today, which is a pretty big one, uh, they send you a little bag of candy. What? <laughs> I see it. So you got a Laffy Taffy, you got a Tootsie Roll, oh, you got those Smarties, and then that other fucking thing. I forget what that's called. A bit of honey. Oh, that's it. A bit of honey. This is like, you know when you said the the, the dream mix-up yep. of ha- Halloween candy? This is the opposite of that. Yep. No, these are, besides, <laughs> besides just a Tootsie Roll... Oh, wow. There's one hiding behind the Laffy Taffy. Oh, what is it? Oh, a mint! <laughs> oh, a mint. candy. <laughs> yeah, no, those are... Those are terrible. But it's a little bag of candy. That they yeah, sure. It's a, it's a nice little surprise. Sure. And it says, our sweet way of saying thank you. Underscore sweet water. Sure. It's I nice. think it's a nice little touch. It's a nice little touch that they throw in there. Yeah, anytime someone throws in a little something extra, it's nice. Like they don't. They don't have to do that. No, of course not. But, uh, and they shouldn't. But <laughs> probably not. I don't know if they're like. Is like Nestle selling me all my music instruments? Is that what's happening? Is it just a? Are they like the subsidiary of a subsidiary or subsidiary of like Conglomo Corp? Of like maybe they Raytheon wanted to be or... like a different company at first. So maybe they wanted to be a candy company and they bought all those candies from like 1940 and just have a bunch of it laying around. I don't know. So like the owner is just like weeping. Surrounded by guitars, wishing he could be a candy salesman. <laughs> Baby. <laughs> just playing some lonely, yeah, playing Every Rose Has Its Thorn and <laughs> just They're lamenting. To laffy Taffy rappers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. I don't know. But yeah, uh, so how would you, how would you word that? What, what, what's, what would you name that as? What do you mean? Like, my fine thing is. Uh, that Sweetwater sends me candy with my stuff. Great. Okay. <laughs> That's There's no big concept there. <laughs> no, but if we ever want to chronicle this in the in the Wikipedia that we're going to have soon. Uh, big brand companies doing a little thing to go the extra mile. Okay, that's fine. I guess. Sure. I like it. Um, so my second fine thing is going to be uh, when the lights dim. So 
there's a couple situations where lights dim, and I feel like all of them are pretty good. Um, that's fine. <laughs> you just <laughs> dimmed your lights. So, um, typically when the lights dim, uh, you're at a movie theater, and the credits and the, oh. the, the opening trailers are done, and you mm. know the actual movie's coming on. So, so it gives you a little pep. Um, or you're at a show, and everyone's taking their seats, and now the show's gonna come on. Yeah, house Typically, lights are coming down. Yeah, house lights are coming down, um, or the or the band's about to come up. Like, it usually represents something good, and it gives you that little, like, ooh, here we go feeling. Like, I feel like that's, uh, that's lovely. Yeah, because you, you even get, like, the, uh, the audience. There's that buzz in the crowd. Yeah, where everyone either you know? shuts, where everyone either goes immediately quiet, or they're like, ooh, like, because before that it was just everyone's talking to each other. Yeah, everyone's just mumbling. And it's just that like the rumble of of nothingness, and then the lights hit, and everyone makes well, like you said, everyone either shuts up or goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, totally, it's a great moment. Yeah, I can't wait to have one of those moments again. Yeah, it's been a while. I think it's that's been why such I a long it. time. I thought of it because I was like, I haven't been to a movie theater in forever. But you're right though; it's better at like a concert. It's better when something's happening. Yeah, or like a like a comedy show, or like some sort of like yeah. some sort of like production. I like that; those are my favorites. There, there's there's an artistry there too, between how long to once you dim the lights, you got like thirty seconds to get out there. Yeah, right? you better hurry up with it. You can't just dim them and then yeah, because hold on for ten minutes. Everyone's got razor focus, and yep. yeah, I mean the perfect amount of that is you let the people get the buzz for like ten seconds, and then you. Hit that first note, or you, or whatever. It's gonna start from black, or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, yeah. You got like you got like ten seconds where that's where it's perfect. Yeah, that's that's a great one. Thanks. Yeah, that's a wonderful moment. All right. Um, my final fine thing is skinny wallets. Did you say scary wallets? Skinny wallets. Oh, skinny wallets. I can't. I'm apparently going deaf today. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah, sure. Skinny wallets, wallets that don't take up a lot of space, I imagine. Yep. I switched over to a skinny wallet maybe a year ago. Okay. And uh, I'm happy every time I use it. Which is it like, isn't is that like often the clip anymore. thing? It's not a clip thing. I couldn't go full money clip. It's it's just a little flap of leather. It's like a thin thing of leather with a couple of slots on one side and a couple of slots on the other oh. side. And I got like three cards and an ID and a health insurance thing. And that's it. Yeah. And then it. I, it I hit the microphone. Oh. Uh, it could like fold open to shove some money in there, but I just never have cash, so I don't. Yeah, it could fold like... open. It has like those two like straps that kind of like cross each other. It doesn't. No, not even that. It's just like it's oh. really just like two flaps of leather, like sewn together, and like the middle is a little bit of space for for cash if you needed it. And like the thing is only it's very thin. It's thinner than my phone. And so, what made you make the change? Oh, I was just sick of the the wallet. It's just stunk. You sit on it; it's too big. It takes up too much space. So that's the thing. The, the fat wallet's terrible. So you, so I don't get the why fold. I don't get how people could possibly put a wallet in their back pocket. Lots. Well, that's the best place to keep it. Because you sit on it. That's why you gotta switch to the skinny wallet. Yeah, but how 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 have people been like sitting on a wallet like with the wallet poking their butt for like years? How is that? Yeah. A, how is that a thing that people can do? I always put the wallet in one of my front pockets because I couldn't stand it. See, I'll uh, I'll go put it in the back pocket. Then when I go down to sit at a table, like at a restaurant, I'll take the wallet out and put it out on the throw it on put the it, table, or put it like under my leg. Is a good one. Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> or in the breast pocket if I'm from wearing the jacket. Yeah. 
But yeah, no, and the the skinny wallet mitigates most of the sitting on problem, but the the fold over fat wallets, they just gotta go. Like we gotta evolve the species sure. sooner than later. And the, the I ten out of ten recommendation, skinny wallets. Do you remember like when you would clean that wallet out like once a year, oh, and God. you'd be like, why do I have this card to this fucking thing? Why do I have this receipt? Mm-hmm. Like you just find yeah. ridiculous stuff in there. It's always like business cards or like coffee cards yep. and those were a thing and just never ever filled out a Dave and Buster's card with like two credits left on it or <laughs> something the, the, the charge card yeah those are called yeah sure yeah um so I actually ran into the problem of like I this is so stupid but I didn't prioritize the wallet as much as I should have like you have things that you keep on your person that are important and yeah. I feel like since cell phones have come out cell phones kind of are more important to people than their wallet now, in a way. Well, half the time, the cell phone is your wallet, right? So that's exactly what I did. So I I one time lost my wallet in Boston mm-hmm. at, at like a at like a station, and luckily someone was nice and they they gave it to the pe- to the people. I got lucky, mm-hmm. and so at that point I was like, well, I'm, I'm I'm obviously prioritizing my cell phone. So I'm gonna get one of these cell phone wallets with one of these open flap things, and I'm a I'm a fan of those. Okay, yeah, I I I would be too worried about losing everything. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I I left my phone. I could maybe I did tell a story on this podcast. I left my phone in an Uber in New Orleans. Oh, and the driver kept it. The person I was with called the Uber driver because it was her thing, and he was like, "Nope, no phone here. See you later." And I never got my phone back. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, so if it was a double scenario there, I would have been totally screwed. Yeah, that would have sucked. Like, I wouldn't have been able to get home. Well, shit. I would have had to walk <laughs> or something. <laughs> Fair enough. That's what, but I, I would I would do the phone wallet, the combo, if it wasn't from, I'm so forgetful. I'm guaranteed, this will not be the first phone I lose. I will. This will happen to me again in my life. And I just can't, it can't happen. It can't be a double whammy. Right. I don't blame you. Um. All right, that was your third one. That was my third one. Man, we whiz, we whiz past us. Yeah, a little bit. What were your three again? Candy, candy. Oh, rooting for another team. Sports teams. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing how bad. Like as soon as this episode is over, I forget everything I just said. I hundred percent. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> it's just gone. Yeah. Uh, same thing with like a stream. When I do a stream, I'm like, they're like, oh, you remember you said this <laughs> dumb thing, and I'm like, no, I don't. Nope. I don't fucking know. Um. <laughs> So uh, my last fine thing, um, this this one's a little serious. Um, Uh-oh. But there's a guy who passed away uh, a couple, it was like a couple months ago, and I've been meaning to pay tribute to him somehow. Uh, the guy was great. His name was James Randi. Um, he was a, he started off as a magician, um, but then he became kind of like the skeptic, and he spent a good portion of his life... Um, like debunking like psychics like fake psychics or fake scam people like Like ghost whisperer guys yeah like ghost whisperer guys or um there was like this um televangelist named peter popoff who was trying to be like hey i know where you live blah 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 when people would really just like fill out these cards with their information and he was getting fed the information over over like an earpiece Mm. and james randy like debunked him uh, mm. really funny guy, really good magician. Uh, he was a big influence on like Penn and Teller. Um, yeah, 
But he, I, I, there's so many videos of him. If you search James Randi on YouTube, of him just making all these uh, psychics and all these people look so dumb as he tries to test their power, like cold readers, right? Cold readers. Um, Uri Geller, the guy that bent spoons, he had a big, he had a big rivalry with that dude. He proved he couldn't bend the spoon. Yeah. So Johnny Car. So this, it's actually funny. Johnny Carson was a big fan of James Randi, and mm. Johnny Carson knew that he was trying to, like, debunk Uri Geller. And Johnny Carson invited Uri Geller to his show and then called James and was like, hey, I heard you got beef (laughs) on this guy. What should I do in order to try to test him and see whether he's telling the truth or not? Mm -hmm. And so basically the secret was Uri Geller would pretend he bent spoons, but he would, like, pre-bend them to make them extra, like, brittle and stuff like that. So... He was like, "Bring in your own spoons. Uh, surprise Ooh. him! Surprise him with those spoons." Yep, here's a spoon. <laughs> yeah, uh, go for it, bro. And, and, go for it. And yeah, Uri was just like, "Oh, I'm not, I'm not feeling this power." Blah blah blah. Like it, it made him look mm, like a jackass. Good. Yeah, it just made him look like a jackass. And it was very funny. Um, also, he. The last thing I'll say is he he openly gave out a million dollar challenge. He said, "He said I will give you a million dollars if." You have psychic power, and you can prove it. And he never gave away that million dollars. Of course not. Yeah, because yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> he uh, So people would come on all the time and be like, hey, I'm going to get your million dollars. And he would he would be like, all right, well, let's test this. And he would test it, and he'd, he'd figure it out really quick. Because uh, he's a magician. He knows, he knows how to swindle people. So, yeah. oh, he was great. That's, I forget if we were talking about that on here... Or I was talking about it somewhere else. There are two types of magicians to me. There are the one that says, what you are seeing is magic and I'm magical. Yep. And there are the, what you are seeing is a trick and I'm about to fool you. Yeah. The second one is so much better. Like, the yeah. pe- that, that to me is Penn and Teller. It's like, we're going to fool you. You're not even going to see it coming. You're going to be like, holy hell, how'd they do that? And that's awesome. And the other kind is like, I'm coming for a different dimension and I can harness yeah. the realm of the spirit or whatever. It's like, guys, what do you know? No. Don't, don't talk to me like I'm an idiot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, and getting the other people, the people who prey on like recently bereaved victims or like people who are just searching for some kind of closure with a lost loved one, the ghost whisperer people. Yeah. Those are like the worst people in the fucking country. I, uh, and yeah, it sets me t- off. I don't know why it sets me off, but anyone who tries to like swindle or just like lie to you or make you look like an idiot or make you look like a patsy for some reason, those people like, set me off so badly. To particularly to like a vulnerable population of people, yep. it's like oh, oh, it gets it's it's because they're vulnerable and they're being preyed upon, and. It, yeah, it's super frustrating. What I don't have as much as a visceral problem with, even though I think it is still bullshit, are like the psychics who people go to regularly as like a form of therapy almost. Mm. I think that's like I've known people who do that. Like yeah. I've worked with people who like, oh, I go to a psychic and I'm I'm always like, hey, do whatever you want. Do it. Do it. You know what you're doing. Yeah, if it makes you feel better, I guess. You sure. choose how to spend your money. Go for it. Sure. And they're like. Half the time, I'm like, nah, I know they're not really telling my future, but I just kind of think it puts my life into perspective about how I should approach the next month or whatever. Okay. Yeah. It, like, like, like in the midst of all the, the BS, if there's some nuggets of like good advice or just good right? things to take from it, I guess that's fine. Yeah. 
but at the at the at the same time, if but if it's like, person, oh, your dead husband told me to say he's proud of you or something like that, right? It's like, no, 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 he didn't. Uh, Seventy five dollars, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ugh, it's the worst. John Oliver did a pretty good yes breakdown of that. You saw that one? Okay. Yes, I was just about to mention that too. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna look up this guy. This uh, James Landy. James Rand- Randy R A N D I. Randy. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Uh, he's Canadian. Of course he's Canadian. Yeah. Only five six. <laughs> yeah, he was a very small man. Um <laughs> came out as came out as gay when he was like eighty five years old <laughs> or something. Whoa, like. no kidding. <laughs> yeah. But all his like close friends do and stuff. Uh he was a really cool dude. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna that is fun. We need more people like that to beat the people who are trying to prey on everybody. Yeah, absolutely. It's interesting. Can we keep going for a few more minutes with sure. bonus content? Sure. Uh, someone shared a video on our group chat recently of one of those like scam busters. Yep. Where it's like people who, you know, scam callers like, Hey, you know, you got a computer virus, give me a hundred bucks and I'll fix it. Or, mm-hmm. Hey, I got a really great investment opportunity. Give me 500 bucks tonight. I'll give you a thousand bucks tomorrow. Yep. And, uh, they just never get a thousand bucks. And he's like, I don't think he, I think he's not real. I watched the video of the scam buster guy. And is it is dude. it Kid Boga the dude with sunglasses? No. Okay. It's the one. It's on our group Slack. Back All right, I'll, in the to, I'll take a look at it. And he's just like he does a voice and he pretends to be an old lady, and it's so on the nose and he does stuff so fast where I'm just like I don't think I think this is maybe staged. Maybe <laughs> it's not good for him if it's not if he's that good at it. Like he runs a whole bunch of like. I know just enough about hacking and stuff to know my ceiling on what I don't know. So mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how he does everything, but he he gets into their system and finds their location. It's like, then he oh, gets Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen those. I just don't know if they're real or not. I'm like, I don't know if this is a real thing. Also, some, it was vaguely racist. <laughs> uh, some, <laughs> like, of them, some of them are real because they use a they use a program that, like, if their typical clientele, if, if someone's actually, like, continuing the call with them, they're not smart enough to do anything with that program, but if someone's posing to be that patsy and actually does have knowledge of like a file transfer on the like it's not go to meeting, it's something else. It's like a it's like something that lets you remote into people's computers. But yeah. but if you know how to use it, you could like do a bunch of file transfers and 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 fuck with people. But that almost that almost happened to my mom. Really? Yeah, she got like the the blue screen of death thing where it's like your computer has a virus. You're and it's like call this number. We're Microsoft, Ugh. and she was on the phone with like Microsoft, who was Ugh. clearly like Bob in you know Bloomington or or whatever. And like half an hour after the call, my mom, who is seventy, was like, "None of this seems right. I'm leaving now." Uh, good. <laughs> and then for good measure, uh, I, we, she got a new computer and she changed all of her bank accounts to like. Completely like stopped everything and changed the, her whole everything because it's terrifying. I'm sorry she yeah I'm sorry she had to do that but yeah it it is and it makes me wonder like oh in 40 years am I gonna be falling for some some weird shit like am I gonna be oblivious to the point where I'm falling for some weird crap I like when new technology comes out that I don't that I haven't learned or something we're just totally illiterate to right yeah I don't think so because well maybe. There was just no, there was no comparison to my mom's childhood for that kind of thing. Right. There weren't even phone scammers, right? There were door-to-door salesmen who would sell you like broken vacuums. But other than that. Yeah. It was like, like people there was nothing fake, close. fake like potions or something. Where we would be able to spot it so ridiculously quickly. Like, 
Right. Oh, this isn't from a real Microsoft email address and they don't contact you in the first place. This is obviously a scam. Right. <laughs> uh, it would have to be extremely sophisticated. It'd have to be, yeah, it'd have to be some sort of like new form of technology or some new form of communication. Yeah. That that we just, uh, you know, we, we, we use it, but we don't take the time to get to know it. It's something we wouldn't even be able to imagine, much like the internet was for my mom when she was already. Yeah, it's like brainwave communication or something, yeah. something in, like that. Nineteen. Oh, you can't you can't tell this fake brainwave like uh, that kind of thing. <laughs> when I was a kid, we used computers. I didn't use brainwaves. I don't know. Now it's in your head. <laughs> I don't know why they're talking like this. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's scary. I did. I got a. Uh, I know we're way over, but I got a recent email, and my sometimes I'll clean up my junk folder. Mm-hmm. And I have, uh, for my non-priority uh, online accounts, I have, like, a junk password that I use for a bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, uh, Chuck Smith 123 or whatever that I just use for, like, fantasy logins or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, stuff that I don't really have to protect. Um, for my other stuff, I use, like, a password blocker. And I got an email from a scam account. The subject line was my fake password. Oh. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And I opened it up, and it was, like, it was just a... a an email saying like that's right i know and i'm going to dip and all these veiled threats he's like since i already know your information there's nothing you can do about it except call this phone number give me some money i was like uh oh you you would have already done it if, if that was the case uh, yeah why, why, know, the th- why the threat, <laughs> why the threat? <laughs> like and i know where that password is by the way because every like month my credit card tells me that i my password is exposed in the dark web <laughs> but it's just like a it's a nonsense it's like uh it's really I don't you can't do anything with that password because it's only it's to non-linked accounts to anything else. Oh, okay. but it was, it was an interesting. I'd never seen that one before where they like they figured out one of my stupid passwords. That is interesting. Which I then did go back and change, just to, you know. But still, <laughs> and now I've retired. I, I, I love it. how like that was the only option apparently in that threat. Like <laughs> now I know your password. You can't change it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to call this number. <laughs> you can't possibly change it. Yeah, it's it's a shame too because I've been using that password legitimately since like AIM. It was like my AIM password, and, yeah. now it's, and now it's now it's nowhere, unfortunately. I had the situation last year where someone like logged into you were you saw the slacks where someone logged into my PlayStation account and like yeah downloaded downloaded game like bought games using my account and yeah like changed all it's my info and stuff. It was stupid, and it was like oh I like this password. Damn it! <laughs> oh well. Okay, let's let's leave now. What an ending. <laughs> okay, let's leave now. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, we'll be back sometime. I was going to say, so, so this episode is going to be released on Christmas. You're saying that now. Um, You're going to do it? Sure. Um, I, guess, I guess you could edit that out if not. <laughs> <laughs> I could. Um, so, yeah, the next one will be on New Year? Makes yeah, it sounds good. All right. Very well. Love you all. Good night, everybody. Bye. That was a good one. Yeah, it was a good episode.